Welcome Mel to the Well Good Chat. Really pleased to have you here and thank you for taking the time to chat with me. Um, first of all, for those that don't know who you are, did you want to just say who you are and what job it is you do? I'm Mel Thomas. Uh, I've got a title now, QPM. Wow. I was awarded a Queen's Police Medal in That's the brilliant. 2021 um, Queen's Birthdays on this list. I think we are wow. actually, um, I was reminded the other day, we're, we were the last list. Wow. Obviously, before we lost the Queen, so yes. we're the last Queen's um, Police Medal. Um, Gosh. Winners, I suppose. So, 30 years as a police officer. Yeah. Now retired, I've gone back into recruitment for the police. Uh, I'm a positive action officer, so I support and help people from underrepresented groups, so females, people of, um, or applicants of colour, disabled applicants, uh, to basically get into the organisation. So, I help them through their interviews, I help them through their assessment centres, things like that. And at the moment, you know, Leicestershire Police, because that's who I work for, are looking completely different. My, yeah. my view is, and I like to say it with a bit of fun, yeah. I, I bring a bit of colour to the organisation. <laughs> so it's all changed. Yeah. You know, we, we now have quite a few or a lot of people of colour now Brilliant. within the organisation, people from LGBTQ um, as well, yeah, which I think is amazing. And we have a lot better representation. Um, but on top of that, I take some time off in my year and I go off running around in a really nice car and going around the country capturing celebrities and members of the public doing hunting on Channel 4. Brilliant, brilliant. And what is that like? Uh, if I said amazing, I'd probably be lying. <laughs> it's, it's one of those things where to be given an opportunity to do something yeah. where it's fun, Yeah. there's no consequence. Yeah. You know, no one's getting hurt. It yeah. literally is just fun driving around wherever you land literally in the country that's where we stay wow. so we could start off one day we started off in the um in the brecon beacons yeah we ended up down in portsmouth <laughs> and then we ended up going back over to towards norwich wow. you know and then you stay there and then the next day you wake up and then off you go again so wow. it, it's an absolutely amazing experience yeah uh, i work with some really amazing people as well and it's yeah. not just saying that they really are amazing people and people from different backgrounds as well from the military yeah. from the police as well yeah. from intelligence yes you know and we just have great fun that's just going great. out and catching people yeah that's brilliant and i suppose going back to like when you were younger was it always your goal to be in the police was that always the job you wanted to do uh, my my mum sometimes reminds me about what i wanted to do when i was Younger, I wanted to be a doctor. Did you? Uh, I wanted to be a doctor. I wanted to be a, uh, a brain surgeon, something Did you like really? that. Wow. Yeah, but I think, and I know we say to people, you can be anything that you want to be, and yes. I do think I do feel that you yeah. can be whatever you want. But I knew, me personally, yeah, I knew what it took to be a doctor. I knew that it would be years and years of academia, yes. years and years of sitting still, yes. and I knew I could do it, I just could not sit still, yeah. I, I was always a practical person, I liked playing sport, I liked running around, I liked putting things together, yeah. I liked doing things, yes. so whether it was doing woodwork, metalwork, stuff like that, or yeah. actually being out on the sports field, I needed to do something, yes. so I knew I, I couldn't go down that academic route, yeah. so I gave that up, and I went down the physical route, so I went down physical training yes. at the time when I was growing up there was no such thing as what we have now PTs yeah. Yeah. and stuff like that so you worked in leisure centres and, yes. and things like that so I went down down that line yeah. and that eventually took me to working at places like Granby Halls 
some of my sports halls, places yeah. like that where I could just be me, yeah. just enjoy what I want to do. Yeah. But as I say, at that time there were no such things as PTs, yes. and there was no you 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 could live, but you couldn't make a living. A living, yes, doing it. So I needed a career. I needed a career that would support me, but also yeah. allow me to still do physical stuff as well. Yes. And that's why I joined the police. And so what age were you when you did that? I joined the police when I was 21. Right, uh, okay, yeah. my 22nd birthday. Yeah. Uh, it was completely by fluke. I, I used to hang around with a friend. His mum was a um, PC, and she said, you'll make a good police officer. And he kind of go, no, you know. And yeah, I think you'll make a good police officer. And I applied the first time. Got through all the tests, yeah. got through all the interviews and everything else, and then we got to the final bit of the assessment and I failed. So oh. I kind of went, no, oh, that's it, I'm not yeah. going to bother now. Yeah. So I became a postman. Wow. So I joined the post office Yeah. and it was just by fluke, and I say it really was just by fluke, I was delivering to a sergeant that worked at Beaumont Leeds Police Station. Right. I was delivering to some of the HR staff yes. that were on my, on my delivery as well. Yeah. And I got some overtime, and the old training centre used to be on Blackbird Road, which right. is now a council depot. Wow. So I walked in, delivered the mail, and one of the staff said, you're Mel Thomas, aren't you? I said, yes. And they said... That's your application form down there. And my application form no from 1987 was sat on top of a pile no. that would go off to be incinerated. And it was literally no. on top. Sat there, my picture and everything. And they said, well, why don't you reapply? I said, I was a bit disappointed when I didn't get in the first time. And they said, well, why don't you just give it one more That run? is amazing. And then that same year, I went to the Caribbean Carnival and there was the recruitment van on there. And... Um, wow. And my Sue Glazebrook, that was my friend's aunt, she was there as well. And she said, well, you know, why don't you just give it one more go? Took the form, took it home, looked at it, thought, okay. So I filled it in, took it to Belmont Leeds Police Station, the rest is history. That is amazing. And what a great, I suppose, story for people that might try something once and it not necessarily work out. To think that actually, at that moment in time when you didn't get in, maybe it wasn't the right time. Mm. But then sometimes when you don't get it the first time, it makes you realise how much you do want it as well. And then now to know that you've then been in the police force for 30 years, like that's incredible. And going back to that, when you started um, in the police force and then to where you are now and everything in between, would you say it's been an easy journey? Would you say it's been a hard journey? Would you say it's been an extremely hard journey? Where would you kind of put the journey you've been on? I think if I was to sit here and say, and I, and what you see of me is what you get. If I was to sit here and say that as a as a black applicant, as yeah. a black man yeah. joining the organisation in yeah. 1991, was it an yes. easy ride? No, it wasn't. Yeah. I, I'd be absolutely lying and I won't sit here and lie. Which is great. Because at the end of the day, you have to be honest. Yeah, You know, I, I did experience of a lot of stuff. Did right. I experience racism? Yes, I did. Did I yeah. experience discrimination? Yes, I did. Yeah. But you've got to push on. Yeah. And it would be quite easy for people to, to walk away. Yeah. Uh, and I chose not to. Yeah. I'm not saying that I'm any better than anybody else, because yeah. for some people, that would be the option that they would take and it would be the best option for them. Yes. It just wasn't the best option for me. Yeah. And did, did I see stuff? Yes, I did. Did yeah. I deal with stuff? Yes, I did. Did I challenge stuff? Yes, I did. Yeah. And has it made me a better person? I wouldn't say it's made me any better than anybody else. It's just made me who I am. Yes. I've, I learned a lot. I've 
carrying a lot. Yes. You know, I've dealt with a lot. Yeah. But for me, it's just made me a better person. It's allowed me to not only progress, yeah. but also to support and help my kids as well. Yes. Because the stuff that I faced, my you know, my kids yeah. are now facing it. And I know yes. people say we've moved on and everything else, but you know, it's still out there. Absolutely, it's still out there. You know, my my boy's been stood in a in a dinner queue at school and he's been abused. Well, you know, he's facing the same yeah. kind of language yes, yeah. that I faced. So, is it still out there? Yes, it is. Has it has has it changed? Yeah, it has. I would say it's changed. I think that there's a lot more support out there. I think there's a lot more awareness out there. I do feel there's a lot more understanding as well. You yeah. know, people do look at it and say that's not acceptable why are we doing that that's not fair yes you know? yeah. and, I, and not only for people of colour I think you know also for females as well yes, yeah. you know we, we, we've talked a long time about things like gender pay cap yes absolutely yeah. you, you yeah. cannot ignore it yeah you know and, and companies and organisations that are paid females less yes. than male counterparts yeah you know so have, are we progressing? Yeah, we are. Is it fast enough? No, it's not. Yeah. But you know what? Progression is better than yes. stand still. Yeah. You know, so it's 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 interesting. It's I would say it's fun actually yeah. because oh. it's nice to see that where I was in nineteen ninety one is yes. not certainly where it is now. Yes. And I think with more as I call it, cross-pollination, more people that join, yeah. more females in the organisation, you know, yeah. certainly from the police's perspective, yeah. we're now seeing intakes of 56% female. Wow. Well, you know, when I joined, some some shifts didn't have a female on the shift. Wow. You know, so that understanding of more females in the organisation, yes. understanding the things that females have to contend with, yes. you know, yeah. and, 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 and I don't like to call it issues, but, you know, conditions that, that females do have to contend with. Yeah. Instead of a, just get on with it, it's yeah. a, wow, really, is that how it affects yes, you? Yeah. So I think the more people we have that are different, yeah. from yeah. different religions, yeah. different ethnicities, yeah. different genders, yeah. the better the organisation will be. Definitely. But I suppose it also takes people to be brave mm -hmm. because stepping into an organisation that has been known to have its challenges... And for you to be brave enough to also be in situations that you weren't comfortable with and you did decide to stay because you felt that was, right, was the right thing for you, but that's actually really brave and, it, and it's going to actually take more people to be brave to step in to actually then be able to challenge, which, um, yeah, so thank you for staying with it and now with all the stuff you're doing in recruitment, that's only going to hopefully kind of make things better. Um, with all of that, so going back and over your journey, and I was thinking about this the other day, for anybody that's in the police force, I genuinely don't know if I could, I know we, and even I say anybody can do anything, um, but just the type of person I am, when you're seeing a lot of kind of either bad stuff or people that are obviously very negative and different things that you're seeing that you don't necessarily want to see, how how have you over the time are there any tools or techniques that you've had to implement so that you can go home and switch off um are there certain things that that you do or have done in the past i think everyone's different i think for me physical exercise is my that's yeah. my go-to will always yeah. be yeah i feel that you know healthy body healthy mind i know it's a cliche but it yeah. really is yeah i think it's been realistic as well 
uh, it's it's quite interesting that I have this con- I have this conversation with new recruits. Yeah. And I have this conversation in general. People ask me, "How do you cope?" or "How did you cope?" Yes. What you know? And and my my coping mechanism was for the organisation was I knew right from the beginning what the job was about. Yes. You do the research. You know what 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 might you have to go but, to. Yes, yeah. So I knew. You know what being really sort of morbid about it, I knew I'd have to go to a dead body. Yeah. Because we are the coroner's agents. Yes. I know I'd have to go to things like road traffic collisions because yeah. that's the job that we do. Yes. And we know what comes with road traffic collisions. We know what comes with violent yes. um, incidents. We know yeah. what comes with all those kind of things. You know, yeah. we know what comes with tragedy. Yeah. And we know that the organisation, we have to attend those things. Because yeah. let's face it, police officers run to stuff that people run away from. Yeah, definitely. And see the stuff that nobody else wants to see. The things I couldn't deal with was children. I couldn't deal with any kind of um, neglect or abuse against children and and, and women. Yes. Because it's not my DNA. No. It's not how I was brought up. You know, my mum is the boss of of our family. She's the queen of our family. And that's just the way I am. So when you then see that, it's very hard to compute why anybody would Would treat children or women or or anybody in that way. So it sounds harsh, go into something really violent, really horrible, really, you know, graphically horrible. Yeah. I know that would happen. Or I know that's what I'm signing up for yes what I don't sign up for is why people can be so horrible to each yes, other yeah. that's that's the bit and, yes. and especially to children and, and, and women so it is that is or was always a difficulty for me but yes. for me healthy body healthy mind yeah and talk about it as well brilliant you know because it's people don't understand you know police officers go today let's say for instance a police officer will be assaulted every day in Leicestershire Wow. One a day, every day, really? literally every day. So you can guarantee that come to the end of the year, there will have been 366, because I'll skip the 365, there will have at least been at least wow. well over 300 assaults of police officers. Sometimes there's two, right. sometimes there's three. Yeah. So we know that is going to happen. When you then consider that on a set of shifts, that a police officer could go to a fatality on the road. Yeah. They'll have to write that up. They'll come back in. Yeah. That's the end of their day. They'll come back on the next day. They may have to go to an abusive or a violent situation. Yeah. They'll come back on the next day. They'll be on the eights now. They wow. might have to go to something like uh, uh, go and arrest somebody. Yeah. Or see something quite graphic. They'll yes. be on nights. They could be working nighttime economy in the town. They'll wow. see someone who's been beaten. All this stuff they see yeah. is in their head. How do you clear that? Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, two years, five years, ten years, fifteen, twenty years of seeing see, this yes. stuff continuously, yeah. day in, day out. Yeah. You don't get rid of it. No. It's still in there. Yes. All the stuff I've seen is still in there. Yes. It's yeah. how you deal with it. Yeah. You know, and I've always said to people, don't find a friend in alcohol because yes, it's yeah. just it's just yeah. bad. You know, don't find a friend in a friend in excessive food because yeah. we know that it affects your body, we know that it makes you unhealthy. Yeah. So for me, I found my friend in the gym. Yeah. And it just becomes a lifestyle. Yes. Yeah. And then, again, you can logically think about stuff and I think you have to be realistic. Yeah. Realistic about life, realistic about everything that's happening, realistic yeah. about, you know, um, the economic climate, yes. you know, realistic about just how people can behave. Yeah. But being realistic that that's not the way 
you behave. Yes. So that that was always my coping mechanism. That is brilliant, and I suppose to kind of like you said to use the gym as your friend is such a powerful thing because I think naturally people can go to say substances or, or things like that that actually research says will not help you so find the things that research says will definitely help um, and yeah so thank you for like 30 years of what you had to go through like it's yeah what you've done in your job is absolutely inspirational um, would you say if somebody could have told you something like when you were younger that might have made you see something a bit differently or maybe taken away off your shoulders just by knowing or being told something specific. Is there anything you can think of that you wish you'd have been told sooner? I think, I know it's a cliche, yeah, I, I do think that everyone, you get into this sort of world of chasing the book, trying to get as much money as you can and everything else, and I think that's one of the big things is that you know, somebody would have said, you know, money won't make you happy. Yes. I think that's one of the big things I would say to kids right now. Yeah. Because we even see in inner city areas where kids are being influenced to go and do things for money and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and, and it ends up tragically in a lot of cases, yeah. you know, whether it's individuals doing it or gangs doing it and stuff yes. like that. You know, and it's it's that big thing money, yeah. money doesn't make you happy it yeah. makes life easier yes absolutely yeah. I would yeah. never dispute that because yeah. if you want to do something or go somewhere you've got yeah. finance to do it yeah that's brilliant but I think that would be one of the big things yes. because for me you know I had this thing when I was younger oh, I did loads of trainers I did loads of shirts <laughs> I wanted this big wardrobe with all these and actually I've got that now yeah there's a pain in the backside <laughs> yeah. you just don't know where to put everything and if you yeah. buy a new pair of trainers you've got to get rid of them yeah but yeah. does does that make me happy? No. Well, actually, the things that make me happy is sort of it really is my family. Yeah. Is, is my relationship with my partner. Yeah. Is my relationship with my kids. Yes. Is my relationship with my friends. Yeah. That's what makes me happy. Yeah. Having a lovely house and you know being able to financially do whatever you want to do. Yeah. Makes life easier. Yeah. But it doesn't make you happy. No. No. You know, what makes you happy is your health. Yeah. What makes you happy is the fact that you can go and do things. Yeah, definitely. You know, finance and money supports that. Yeah. And I think that, that that's one of the things that I would say to any child, any young person now. Brilliant. Make sure you're happy in yourself because yeah. once you're happy in yourself, then you will make the right decisions. Yes, yeah, definitely, definitely. What great what great advice. Um and I suppose that's a great, great way to end. Um so thank you for coming to Well Good Chat and giving your kind of knowledge on what people can do to not only think good, do good, but then ultimately then feel good by the end of it as well. So thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us and hopefully uh, a young person will utilise what you've said um, to make them a better version of them. So thank you. No, thank you and thanks for giving me the opportunity and good luck to anybody who watches the actual recording. Brilliant, thank you. Thank you.